Fleck and his Minnesota Golden Gophers migrated to Kinnick Stadium to take on Kirk Ferentz's Hawkeyes. The two rivals fight over the fabulous figurine called the Floyd of Rosedale, a prize pig now immortalized in a nifty 98-pound bronze beauty of a trophy. The Big Ten West brouhaha was one where points would be at a premium. The Hawkeyes headed out on their first foray with the football and found a field goal and a 3-0 lead. The Gophers grabbed a field goal to tie the tussle at 3-3 on their third time with the pigskin. The Hawkeyes QB Deacon Hill coughed up the pill and the Gophers pounced on the peanut. However, the Hawkeyes determined defense held and forced a missed field goal. Iowa, invigorated by the hardened Hawkeyes defense, defiantly took a timely trip down the field finding a treasured touchdown for a 10-3 halftime lead. After halftime, the Gophers grinded a 13-play, 64-yard drive, gaining a field goal, and hacked the Hawkeyes' lead down to four. Another hill hiccup found the football floundering on the field, and the men from Minnesota made their way to possess the pigskin. The hardy Hawkeyes' defense held strong, but the Gophers gladly gained another field goal, trimming the tiny Iowa lead down to one precious point. Hawkeyes' and Gophers' defenses denied any additional movement until midway through the fourth quarter. Minnesota muscled up and managed a mighty seven-play, 60-yard drive, finding their fourth field goal for a teensy two-point lead to 12-10. Both teams then traded precise punts on each of their next two drives. The Gophers couldn't manage a first down to ice the game and had to punt to Cooper DeGene. The punt of the pigskin bounced short and DeGene waved away his fellow Hawkeyes to avoid being struck by the sphere. DeGene picked up the pill and pirouetted down the sideline, sneakily sliding by the Gopher gritters and galloping his way to a perfect punt return and putting the Hawkeyes' head 16-12. The hordes of Hawkeyes fans were hooting and hollering, having taken the lead late. However, there was a review of the play. The refs ruled an invalid fair catch and took the terrific touchdown off the board. The Iowa audience was incensed and the review resulted in losing the lead. The Hawkeyes had one last chance to get in the field goal range, but a golden gopher glided in front of the hill heave and picked off the pineapple, placing the prize pig into the possession of PJ's players. Iowa was indescribably irate, but the gophers gloriously grabbed their first win in Kidding Stadium since 1999 and fled the fairgrounds with Floyd. Minnesota 12, Iowa 10. Welcome, everyone, to the Signals Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of October 22nd, 2023. We are done with week eight. Week eight has been a delight. And first off, I just want to say that, Kamish, I need you to buy lotto tickets now. Because the week you decided to start making predictions and you got hit in the head by your beloved daughter, yeah, the truth just came forth from your it mouth. Did. It did. It was a... Uh... I'm calling myself Comistradamus like from this. now on. Can we get like some spooky music coming in there? Like, you know, like maybe the music from Miss Cleo or something in the in in the past. That's your spooky music. Sure, whatever. Miss Cleo. Comistradamus. Call me now for your free. <laughs> I can't even finish it. Oh God. 
I can't believe you got the Virginia one right. Yeah. You got the Nevada one right. And that's, that's it. Both of those were huge upsets. Yes. And you called them. And I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how you did it. I, I got to go out on top. Like, I can't predict anything else anymore. I mean, I'm two for two. I'm, I'm batting a thousand. I can't do it. I can't predict anything else anymore. If I have a feeling again, sure. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll throw something out there, but I, I don't know. I just felt both of those happening this weekend. I, I don't know. Maybe we've uncovered something with the CW. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> about that a little bit later. But, yeah, I mean, me calling Nevada or Nevada to upset because somebody corrected me when I posted my Nevada, uh, Nevada, 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 uh, Nevada, Nevada. That's how you say the Texas city. Yeah, sure. Um, let's go with that one. Yeah. Just predicting those two and getting those two, right. Um, both teams on the road too. Right. That I mean, was, that... those are some, those are some big ones right there. So I, I'm just gonna enjoy that. And, and just, just, you know, it made me feel a whole lot better with what occurred on my favorite teams when I got those two correct. Like just getting one correct, I was just elated. Today is going to be today is going to be a bit of a therapy session for some folks on this podcast because <laughs> because there were some teams who were down bad this weekend, and three of them are represented by folks on this podcast. Let me introduce folks right now. First off, as always, I'm Jordan. I've got Kamish, Beth, Pit Girl, and Arthur on the ones and twos. Pit Girl, how are you? I am good. I made pumpkin cookies today, so life is good. They look delicious. And not not Beth Deadly, I believe. Indeed. They are mm-hmm. egg-free. Beth, how are you? I read like half of the Dr. Seuss back catalog about an hour ago. I'm doing great. Awesome. And Kamish? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, just just chilling. It's been an eventful weekend. I had to coach the kiddos again. We did a pumpkin patch. We did... Um, like a crockpot meal. There's just been a whole bunch of stuff going on this week, along how with was, tons of football. Uh, how was how did the Saber Tooth Tigers, the team that you coach, yes, do? the Saber Tooth Tigers? Um, yes. We had the late game, and I am just going to declare this a body clock game mm-hmm. because by late game you mean it was like eleven eleven thirty. It was like eleven fifty five. A.M. folks, not a. M. P.M. A.M. Not when he PM. says he says late game, he means eleven a.m. Youth it soccer after dark, like yeah, midnight <laughs> madness with five year olds. <laughs> Youth soccer after dark. Yes, no, it it was. So it's, it's basically right at lunchtime, and I'm like, okay, so my team, like half of my team, doesn't show up until like a, like basically right as the game starts. Couldn't warm up. They had no warm up, no nothing. And the other team, basically the same thing happened. Um, they were they were like, well, how many you have? I was like, well, I have five right now. We can go with the five. And they were like, yeah, we have five. And all of a sudden, everybody ballooned up to like nine. I'm like, okay. So everybody showed up like a little late. We got, we just got killed. Like the first quarter, we're down like four nothing. It was just nothing. Like the kids just kept running into each other. They did not seem oh. like they wanted to be there. I, I've made. Hey, hey Beth, what's it like having your players run into each other? <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, <laughs> oh, we're starting spicy. It's good, but like, yeah, they they did not want to be there. They did not want to like pass the ball to anybody. They didn't want to do anything, and the other team was ready to roll, and they were just like, whatever. We're gonna just like take advantage, like. 
my team was blocking themselves essentially. Uh, yeah, we were. So it's crazy. Yeah, uh, they they blocked each other. Can't imagine themselves. what that's like. No idea how that could have happened in in a in a or, uh, you know. And then another one was just like had no idea that the play was going on. Um, yeah, you know, wild. No idea yeah. what what happened there. Maybe a little Washington State representative, but uh, yeah, it, it was not. It was not a good effort. Um, we wound up losing six two. Really, no excuses. I may have lost the locker room. Um, I, I need to get the team back on, and and I look forward to Wednesday because everybody's running laps. That's it. They're they're gonna focus and they are running Can laps. I help you. I got an idea for you. Okay. You know what you need? I need help. You need you need slap bracelets. Slap bracelets. Okay. That will get the that will get the locker room back. Mm. Get everyone slap bracelets. Kids love slap bracelets. Especially get, slapping each other with slap bracelets. Yeah. If you can get what, custom ones that say saber tooth tigers. That's the problem is that they keep running into each other and then you're going to yeah. give them slap bracelets. They're going to mm-hmm. keep yeah. running into each other. I need to stop that from happening. It's so then what you need is belts that have uh, wooden dowels attached to them. And so then they if, just push against each other. So if you're able to figure out how to keep your players from running into each other, I have a wonderful job for you. Okay. <laughs> I need to figure that like, out. I would like to coach special teams at West Virginia. Or just coach West Virginia. <laughs> coach Kamish <laughs> makes the big time going to the power five. But yeah, I don't well, know. I, we we scored a goal with like as the final buzzer sounded. So it was kind of like a sad soccer goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my kid got one, which was my kid got one. He threw it. He threw it towards the goal. And then like a kid and then he just chased it down and knocked it in and got our like opening goal when we're down like five okay. nothing. But I, I don't have any dogs. I got a bunch of cats running around, nibbity bitty bitty. Meow. <laughs> Prancing in the mirror. <laughs> well, I'd like to start this converse this podcast by talking about everyone's favorite topic, I think. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Do we like Hitler? Oh. However, I'm feeling about Hitler. You ever know about Hitler? Did you know he's Jesus Austrian? Christ, Did you know he's Austrian? Well, I mean, I he, he, was, was, he was technically born in Austria, Hungary. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. That's true. Arthur, so, I didn't know that you went to Michigan. The idea that Michigan State scoreboard folks, big board folks, would have a trivia thing, that's not surprising. Everyone has these kinds of things. Yes. The mm-hmm. fact that they would pull one from the internet without vetting it is bonkers. Yes. And so if you don't know what happened, folks who are listening to this, you probably do. But if you don't, during pregame for the Michigan-Michigan State game, they had trivia questions up on the big board at Michigan State. And one of those was, where was Adolf Hitler born? With a big smiling picture of Adolf Hitler. And that, it, it turns out, so Michigan State, while they're getting their asses beat, has to you know write a note being like, we denounce the use of Adolf Hitler in our, <laughs> which is the note you want to write when your team is down just down bad against your big rival whatever that SID gets paid it is not enough it is not enough to write that in the middle of the game jesus christ i just i don't understand like why is michigan state in so much trouble for just trying to make michigan feel more at home with history trivia exactly well that's that's a a basic question for them yeah i just i mean i want to just clarify something so this happened about an hour and 20 minutes before the game kicked off yeah. Right. So, like this, the, I I've seen some people on the internet when because you, you just see the the screenshot. Um. But so this this wasn't while the game was happening. 
this wasn't even like pregame when I would guess there would be a lot of people in the stadium all paying attention, right? This was kind of like a, you know, we have a long, long time before kickoff and we're just going to put YouTube up on mm-hmm. the um, on the Jumbotron, which is still wild to me, right? Like, I don't think I've ever been in a stadium where they would do that, mainly because right. I like, I feel like with YouTube, you know, like you never know what you're going to get, right? Like you might get, this you might have gotten something else offensive right i mean it's youtube um to not not vet it blows my mind well i mean i don't i don't even beyond that just having youtube as your source like that yeah that's just kind of wild to me um and i'm sure that policies will be changed as a result of this and i'm sure that if there are any other universities out there that are putting youtube videos up on the jumbotron they will I would not expect, be doing that anymore yeah i would Good expect a, a new policy change there but um this is it's you know it's something i i you i can almost guarantee that you know i mean whoever did this at michigan state probably didn't do this on purpose right this is a so this no, is a youtube channel that has just like a ton of these kind of trivia videos i think it's called like the quiz channel or something and it it, it has a lot of subscribers on youtube like it's a I, it's somewhat of a thing, right? So I and I so I understand kind of why someone would feel comfortable maybe with something like this, right? I think that they said like on this specific video on YouTube, I think they said this was like video eighteen, right? So like yeah. there are a lot of videos of they're just like oh general trivia. Like I can understand why someone would use this, but yeah, I mean I I guarantee that that will not be the case going forward. Um, but it's definitely something that's kind of it's definitely upsetting to see that, you know, even if it is unintentional with everything going on in the world today. Um, and I mean, especially in Michigan this weekend, um, there was a synagogue leader who was murdered in, I believe, Detroit. That that happened this weekend. And, and so it's it's definitely very unfortunate for Michigan State that that got up on the Jumbotron. And I'm, I'm sure it something like that won't happen again i'm sure they will be taking measures yeah this is you know i i absolutely see no ill will is just man like you gotta check this shit guys i i don't fucking show anything to kids that i don't quadruple check and it's showing i'm showing that to 20 people like yep i'm not showing it to a stadium even if the stadium isn't that crowded it's one of the things that makes terror showing like showing youtube in any type of a public place so terrifying is that you never know what ad is going to pop up oh that's Mm -hmm. that 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 thing's even worse like holy it makes it like just legitimately terrifying well michigan i'm glad you got an easy trivia for you answer for you guys because i know that well like like arthur said it was austria hungry so the the trivia itself was not correct which is i think the worst part of the whole thing honestly (laughs) So now that we got Hitler out of the way, we can talk about other things. <laughs> Light topics to start with. We'll start with some of our weekend games. We had some really fun stuff. Oh. This this Conference USA midweek stuff has been really exciting. I've loved it. First game I want to talk about is Florida International 33, Sam Houston State 27 in overtime. Once again, Sam Houston State comes so close. <sighs> so close to a win. And then just... The, the minute I saw them go into prevent at the end of the game, mm-hmm. I just, I, 
I don't know who taught folks to do this, but I've I have never seen a team drop back into prevent coverage and felt like in a close game and felt like, nah, they got this. It's fine. When they gave up the fourth and eighteen, I'm like, it's over. That was it. That was yep. it. I was like when FIU's quarterback ran for the fourth and eighteen to get the the first down when they could have just it was fourth and eighteen. You Literally can't anything stop. else. Just you don't do that. You can't stop a fourth and eighteen, and then you let the QB run to pick it up because you're in man coverage or not zone. I don't even. I don't know. I. Oh man, just look. I'm happy for FI, FIU. They're four and four. Congrats, FIU. You you. Mike McIntyre looked like the happiest boy I've ever seen. I mean, he, he was were, so thrilled. He was so happy. But I'm just so in, incredibly sad for Sam Houston. Like they have come close so many times and they have just not been able to hang on to it at the end or not cashing in at the end is just like they did it against Jacksonville state. They blew that uh, in the last minute and they lost an OT. They did it again here for FIU. They could not cash it in uh, out there in Virginia. It just, just, yeah, this is, they, they are they it feels snake bitten they're gonna come through hopefully and a lot of people are like oh they're the worst team whatever nah man like like their other teams are way down bad worse than sam houston stage it feels like this team is just absolutely snake bitten and cannot get over the hump it felt like virginia until this week where it's just like they just could not get they were almost there so many times and just couldn't get there yeah <clears throat> yeah sam houston is not nearly as bad as their record shows which sucks a lot for them to be honest in the Battle of I-10, New Mexico State 28, UTEP 7. Aggies dominated this thing from top to bottom. Jerry Kill cashes one of his bonuses because his contract is amazing. He gets $10,000 if he beats U- and University of New Mexico, which he did this year. He gets another $10,000 if he beats UTEP, cashing in $20,000. That's pretty good. Good bag. That's the first time they did that in the same season since 1925. On the road. Oh my god! On the road. On the road. Yeah. Both games okay. on the road. Both games usually, on the road. Because apparently, usually they get one with the other at home. Yeah. I looked into that because when I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit, that cannot be real!" And it was on the road. This, Hell yeah! Uh, it should tell you how important those games are to New Mexico State because winning a national title at New Mexico State only gets him fifty thousand. So. This is worth two-fifths of a national title beating the two rivals, which for New Mexico State, let's be real honest here. I believe that. And I'm not, that's not slagging them at all. Like if you're New Mexico State getting those two wins every year, that's a fucking big deal. Because those are the kids you're competing for. Yep. The venue was awesome as always. During this game, when I I heard an announcer call that I've never heard before. It was the replay is not working. Yes. For about right. 10 minutes, they had no replay and they oh, were no. just calling shit. Yep, it was great. And everyone in the timeline was like, well, now you got to do crimes because no one's going to catch you. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's absolutely right. There, No gods, no replay. Reject modernity, return to tradition. It was amazing. This was not a close game at all. Diego Pavia fucking lit this one up. And that was the end of the story. I, I, uh, our, I, I will say but, that there was a funny joke on the timeline uh, regarding Pavia um, when he scampered down the sideline for a touchdown. Uh, a, a Lobos reporter said that uh, he's really marking his territory tonight. 
That's funny. That's good. That's funny. Okay, that's funny. Hoot hoot. Rice 42, Tulsa 10. The interesting thing apart about this was this is the night we found out how close the Taco Bell was to Tulsa Stadium. Yep. We found out that it was literally across the street. And then, of course, I make the tweet, we should find out how close Taco Bells are to stadiums. And then it became a thing. And I, then there was blood spilled, oh and God. there was screaming, and there was accusations of us yes. being biased. I was I was anti Auburn. Apparently, it was great because I missed theirs. They have one that was closer than seven miles. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this. Shout out to the committee in our Patreon and Discord. Uh, oh yes, on, they were on, great. On Friday, I did a spreadsheet, and then like we had so many volunteers saying, "Screw their normal jobs." I want to do this shit. So, <laughs> so we, we expected it to take all day. And it we took expected 30 it to take all minutes. day. We did, we did it so fast, man. It was incredible. People came back out of a meeting and they were like, I was going to help. I was going to help, not. but it's done. And then we even we did are... FCS. We haven't even released the FCS. Yeah, graphics. Got we got to do that. I love crowdsourcing shit. It's so great. Yes. We are truly a committee. So it, it's not just a name. It, it really is. We, we are a committee. Cal- we had Cal being bragging that their Taco Bell was a Taco Bell cantina and had booze. Mm. So Cal fans were like, we should get extra points for this. It's <laughs> it's better. Then we had people being like, well, you measured from the wrong end of the stadium. Yeah. We use Google Maps just from like the walking distance. It's simple like, well, if you go off the south exit, it's right there. You guys use the wrong thing. It was people got so angry that we had like, unfairly maligned this. The yeah. other thing that was funny was we found out that Air Force and Army we're the furthest away from Taco's Bell. And all of a sudden, this felt like a slam at the troops. Yeah. All of a sudden, there was, oh, yeah. There's not a Taco Bell in West Point. Who knew? Well, I mean, it's right off of base. So the base stadium, is big. Yeah. Base is huge. So there, there's a reason that it's that far away. So it's, it, we're, Taco Bell is not anti-troop. Um, but tons of other military bases have Taco Bells. That's the thing. True. Everyone was being like, it's crazy because every military yeah. base, especially overseas, they've all got Taco Bells. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Um, I mean, we had Mike Golick Jr. saying that I, I, the biggest upgrade that Notre Dame ever had was a Taco Bell being uh, imp- <laughs> put in this is a student, student union mm-hmm. and they replaced the Sbarro. ODU's athletics department oh got God. at us, ODU accusing us, of, at us. Of, being, of being wrong. This is bull. Their actual <laughs> athletics department got at us. Oh, my God. They measured from the center of campus, not from the stadium, yeah, which we were very clear, replied, we were very clear like, about. People were replying, like, no, nah, man, there's one, like, 200 feet away. Uh-uh. And I'm like, oh, it so says good. from the stadium. Did you say? And, they're like, and then they're like, I'm an idiot. And I'm like, okay, it's okay. We, we're idiots, <laughs> This shit's too. awesome. It was, so it, was, <laughs> it was so much fun. It was great. This, this was a great day. I love shit like that. This is the thing that makes... Like there are certain parts of the, that's nice about being a committee is we all have certain things that we all like a lot. My favorite things I like, you know, my favorite were mine band, weird mascots, Texas football weirdness and measuring things weirdly, like weird statistics. And this was just a nexus point of all these wonderful things that I love. It just made me happy. Thank you, Tulsa, for making us realize that close Taco Bell is what we needed. Can you put the Taco Bell distance stats into your next batch of bad data science? Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Yeah, sure. Got it. <laughs> J- 
JMU 20 Marshall 9. This game was 3-2 at one point and had the chance to be 4-2, if not for a weird, like, or no, sorry, 5-2, if not for a weird uh, safety that didn't get called, was the guy with the pass out, whatever. This game felt like it was stuck in neutral for so goddamn long until JMU finally opened up. JMU ends up winning 20-9 and gets ranked this week. We have ranked JMU in the AP poll and the coaches poll. Oh, yeah. First time they've ever been ranked in the coaches poll. That was great. Beth, any Marshall slander? Um, no, I mean, I'm, yeah, no, like they, they need to be good enough to merit my notice right now. But like we need to host an invitational mm-hmm. at, at this point, like a postseason invitational. And just let's just invite JMU. And Jacksonville State. Mm-hmm. They're both yeah. out. Uh, Reddit, think, ha- Reddit had a great Kibby idea. Dome, would the Kibby Dome let us host? Uh, so the, the the day we the, sorry the day that we can do the game because Reddit figured this out the folks over okay. uh, RCFB figured out that they you could have a game because you get an extra game if you play a game in the regular season in Alaska Hawaii or Puerto Rico hmm. okay and so if you do that you get you you can add an extra game and so okay. that game I was thinking on the blue turf in Barrow personally. Oh, but oh it, I could but, be polar bear spotter. But My it dream. Was, yeah, you and a shotgun sitting on a school bus, <laughs> firing warning shots over polar bears' heads. Oh, I haven't gotten to have a shotgun in a while. This will be great. This is the dream. I think uh, you could. We could totally do this. This would actually be a legal way to do it. I mm-hmm. like. I like rogue bowl game better. NCAA sanctioned bowl games have existed. We yes. can bring them back. UNLV played in the Yokohama Bowl, which I found out was not NCAA sanctioned. And ultimately, the, the NCAA doesn't hate new things like as much as they hate bringing back very, very, very old things, which is kind of great. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Bad Bunny would be down to set up a Puerto Rico Bowl game. That would be a lot of fun. What about what? What are some other uh, American territories now that now that? Oh, by the way, breaking news: the Bahamas Bowl is not going to be in the fucking Bahamas this year, and I am emotionally crushed by this. Play it in so the now US, we're setting, US Virgin we're setting that game up. Well, that's the one I think should go in the Kiwi Dome, except that that's the same day as an FCS semifinal game. So there's a chance that Idaho might be in that game, so we can't use it. I like the idea of putting the Bahamas Bowl in Oak Park, Illinois, or wherever the hell it was. That oh, was Elk sponsoring. Grove. Elk Grove, yes. Yeah. Yeah. El- Elk Grove, Illinois, because it was the sponsor of the Bahamas Bowl. So now it's the Bahamas Bowl, or it is the... Elk Park, Illinois Bowl, sponsored by the Bahamas. What I have yet to figure out is why it's October 22nd, and only now we're figuring out we can't use the stadium in Nassau. In Nassau. Like, that feels late, but who knows? I I'm mean, just, based I'm, off of everything we've heard about the way that the Bahamas Bowl operates, this true. is really not surprising to me. True. And I'm just going to copy the Alaska Kids Corner about firearms into no context into the Discord, and there we go, and on. There's a Kids Corner about firearms okay dear god well if we're going to host a bowl game in alaska i need to know these things it's true you definitely need to get that shotgun going i beth i'm picturing beth on a rocking chair in like a shawl just with her shotgun on top of the bus Mm -hmm. i mean i was just going to take my red silverado so i could blend in with the locals but okay yeah on Friday night, there was only one game. I assume this game was only one game because there was baseball on. Unfortunately, anyone watching this game was also watching baseball because it was SMU Temple. And it ended up being 55 to zero. Poor Temple. 
poor Temple. Uh, we actually had some people who follow us at this game. Shout out to Liam Anderson from uh, Well, That's Your Problem Pod. He was he was there. <laughs> and a bunch of our folks were like, I think I saw Liam from Well, That's Your Problem. I didn't go say hi. It's like, you should say hi. He'd just yell at you. It's wonderful. That's what you want from Liam. It's fine. Can we get a Will There's Your Problem about Temple football? Because uh, oh, we should th- go there on seem for that to be one. some problems. They've already, Spencer has been on there for the NCAA for a special pod. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could go on there for Temple, for Temple football. There was also a very, Ooh. very good episode about the Pennsylvania State System of Higher Education, which I recommend to everybody. Oh, that's so. a great episode too. Yes. Well, that's your problem pod. It's a podcast with slides. They're wonderful. This was, I don't know that anyone was watching this game except for like 10 people. Because the Temple band showed up. They were they were loud and proud. That was the largest chunk of people in the stands by a, mm-hmm. by a long shot. And everyone else was just, ooh. Uh, Temple went over 12 on third downs. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Temple had 131 yards to SMU's 563. SMU put the hammer down and just did not let up. It was It was one of the most brutal things I've seen in a while in terms of just an absolute ask a conference game ass kicking now. Mm. Oh, actually, this one has been a conference game. Never mind. Yeah, for a while. I can't ever remember who's in the fucking. I mean, I just feel bad for Temple. The starting quarterback EJ Warner was out. Um, that, that was that was part of the reason that they couldn't do anything on offense. Like, yeah, they, they're used to having EJ Warner back there. That was not it, and it I'm, was very clearly not it. They had a red shirt, a yeah. red shirt sophomore in his first start or something like that. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I was sad when Temple missed the the field goal that they attempted in the third quarter, like midway yeah. through the third quarter, they missed the thirty seven yarder, and I was like, "Oh man, come on, Temple, like get that three at least, please." And I was just hoping for them to score. I watched the entire game. Uh, I know you did. I watched I, the I, entire thing, and then I was like, "I was just I, like, I, I could I use some." I picked up my West. Nintendo Switch and started playing Hades again. And then you were like, "Hey, what about some CFL?" I was like, "Yeah, let's watch some of that." Uh, uh-huh and oh by the way hey cfl the calgary stampeders fucking at six and eleven are going to the playoffs because <laughs> saskatchewan lost the game against toronto yep and they needed that math to work it was great yeah did it totally um cfl playoffs are coming uh we may have credentials to the gray cup that's fucking amazing Ooh. <laughs> right right, right. Ooh. Okay, let's talk about our game of the week. Minnesota 12, Iowa 10. Everyone get your feelings out about this one. Art. This talk is fucking about, art. Talk about not doing shit in the second half. Good God. Again, Iowa almost shit this game. By the way, shit stands for our proprietary metric. We're having a, a post about this. It's called, what is it? Second half ineptitude tracker? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that means teams that score in the first half not in the second half, and still win the game. Yes. Iowa almost shit this game. They had 10 points going into the half. It was 10 to 3. Yeah. And that felt insurmountable. It did. And then, I'll tell you it, this. When, then it got surmounted. When, when, when Minnesota went up 12-10, I was like, there's no way. Done. Like, there's no way I was coming back from a two-point deficit. This is gone. Y'all, so, go ahead. So, I... I don't know what happened at the end of this game. And I was told by friends not to find out so you could tell me okay. what happened at the end of this oh, game. Let me, find, let me find the video. I saved myself for podcast. You saved yourself for Jesus, Iowa football. Jesus would be so happy for you. Yes. You saved uh, yourself for Iowa football. I, I need you. Okay. Oh We're going to talk about what a fair catch is. Okay, Beth? 
We're talk about what constitutes a fair catch. We're going to talk about what constitutes a fair catch signal. I have I've spent so much of my weekend on the specialist of teams. (laughs) This this I mean. I, I just want to say, like, I had to write the uh, Sicko substack for this one. Mm-hmm. And then I did, like, the intro for this in the old-timey voice. It was just probably one of my favorite ones to ever do. And I, I got to, like, just do this. And h- here you go, Beth. Just witness what okay. occurs here. So this is this is 140 left in the fourth. Minnesota's yes. up 12 to 10. Okay. And Minnesota's punting to Iowa. Yeah, they could not okay. stop the clock. High end play. over end punt. Dejean not going to touch it. Until now, okay. little spin down the sideline, got some space. Here okay. he goes. Did he step out? Cooper nope. Jean cuts oh, it no. back. Okay. 25. He's got a chance. He scores. Touchdown, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. It was not a touchdown. It was not a touchdown? right there. Oh, no. He brings his hands up. Oh, no. And Did it, it is... go over his head? No. No. It is no. called an illegal fair catch signal. Invalid. Ball is dead. Invalid. Fair catch signal. Ball is dead at the spot. Oh my god! And now we've got like Zapruder film angles of how high is his hand up? Oh it constitutes a fair catch signal, and this gets litigated. Just oh no. ad nauseum for, for the next six first, hours. First of all, I had no idea this could be reviewed. Well, so, my understanding is that it's only reviewable because it was a scoring play. Okay. Yeah. So because because it was a touchdown, they reviewed it, and it's within two minutes. And then they went back and they saw him. He waved people off. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't. It like isn't fair catch supposed to be like hand above big, your head. above your oh, head big like, arms above your head. Yes. Yeah. I but, do not believe. I love this. that I've permanently thrown big arms into our lexicon. Yep. Yes. I do not believe this particular signal to have been a fair catch signal. No, this looks like go let me get away. You another, let me get you another yes. angle. There's a Pruder film, this thing. This is from Ross Dellinger. His arm is circling under his helmet. Yeah. That's, that's what they're a... calling a fair catch signal. Oh, boy. Or well, sorry, they, they, it was an, an invalid, invalid fair, fair catch. catch signal. So there's another stipulation under the normal fair catch okay. by the arm motion just crazy i thought iowa just like maximum iowa this to get the win because if they got the touchdown there i i never thought that minnesota would be able to drive and nope. and get a touchdown never. and win it, it's over um i mean i know it's like a minute something who knows but yeah i, I thought it was done i thought iowa pulled My this goodness. off i thought iowa pulled this off by winning with only two offensive yards in the second half. Talk about that. They had two. Two. What? Two yards in the second half. I'd like to read something here. Oh, God. Okay. Drive chart, second half, Iowa only. Okay. Three and out, zero yards. Two plays, minus six yards, fumble. (laughs) Three and out for three yards. Three and out for three yards. Three and out for negative 18 yards. Seven plays, 27 yards, their their best one, still ended in a punt, and three and out, negative seven yards, incident, sorry, three yards, incident, interception, negative seven yards on that drive. Two yards total offense. And I think the Iowa fans are correct being like, even if we got fucked on that, that call, which, hey, I'm not here to litigate that. I'm not a zebra. You probably should get more than two yards in the second half. Yeah. 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 Two. 
I, Probably. I, I'm going to say yes. Two yards. You may need more than two. You would need more than two yards. But, I mean, the maximum Iowa thing to win the game is they get the special teams touchdown with only two yards offense, and they still win the game. Yep. So close. It. I thought it happened, and I was just like, I was about to, like, I'm like, I am the the uh, Aaron Paul character from Breaking Bad. He can't keep getting away with this. Uh, like, that, that male, he, every time... <laughs> That Iowa does this. I was like, they just cannot keep getting away with the this. real the real time reaction on this was so good. Yeah. Because it was, oh my God, they scored. It was great. It was nuts. Kirk Ferentz looks the happiest I've seen him in years. And then just they go to review it, and no one like the announcers have no clue what they're reviewing. No, no one has any clue what they're reviewing. No. And they announce invalid fair catch signal. And that's they could have opened it with we have an unusual ruling it would have been funnier but like that's <laughs> we have that's an what it felt unusual like. ruling uh i'm trying to find the actual like invalid fair catch arthur are you really done talking about iowa like are you done with this yeah Apparently. yeah like it's it's gotten to a point for me where it just feels too sad right like this iowa offense is terrible like it's it's absolutely awful, but it's also incredibly banged up. Like if you looked at who they thought going into the season would be contributing for them, like, Oh, there's no one left. Right. Right. Like it's, it's gone from a point where it's like, okay, this was bad concept or this was bad design to like, this feels, I don't want to say mean, but like, there's just too much else like outside of their control, right? Like it's funny when it's stuff that's inside of their control that's going wrong. I feel like at this point, there's so much outside of their control that's gone wrong that I don't know. It's just, I, I just kind of lost me. Also, I still, I still feel like they could win the rest of their games though. Like I still they feel could. like they could, win out. they could, but like, I'm just, I've just kind of lost interest. And also the, the points, thing right where they have to score so many points like they're not going to do it yeah like nope. it's it's not happening mm -hmm. they have to score like 30 some now a game 30 33.8 per game i think to make make it yeah i don't know i just this offense is finally like too sad for me <laughs> that's you watch, you watch pit football so like i that's that's rough my friend <laughs> the, that's rough buddy the the offense is like i'm i'm not so much paying attention to to that piece of it right now um but the way that the big 10 west has now gone and the big 10 just in general it it doesn't really change the way that they are or are not competitive in their division like look at the numbers in that division like it doesn't matter that whole that whole conference is destroying math they're they're all Iowa. That's the they're, best part yeah. about the Big Ten West is that yeah. they're actually all this. Take the word West out of there. All are Iowa. All are Iowa at it, this point. It's all Iowa. Always has been. Also, given what you said about um, Iowa getting two yards of offense in the second half, in the second half, I would like you to look at what I just threw into the chat, which is that the North American plate. Moved roughly one inch last year. So, 
Okay, so we're talking tectonic Iowa. That's what so we're talking we are about. we are outpacing continental dr- continental drift, and I think that should be celebrated okay. for now. So I, I found the rules uh, with this invalid fair catch signal is here. Mm-hmm. So so fair catch uh, article one: a fair catch of a scrimmage kick is a catch beyond the neutral zone by team B player who has made the valid signal during a scrimmage kick that is untouched beyond the neutral zone. Uh, section B here, uh, a fair catch of a free kick is a catch by team B player who has made a valid signal during an untouched free kick. A valid or invalid fair catch signal deprives the receiving team of the opportunity to advance the ball. The ball you is can't fake de- it basically. Yeah, the the yes. ball is declared dead at the spot of the catch or recovery. If the catch proceeds the signal, the ball is dead when the signal is first given. If the receiver shades their eyes from the sun without waving their hands, the ball is live and may be advanced. Oh, we even have like yes, shielding your eyes from the sun rules. Okay. That's right. So the valid signal, a valid signal is given by a player, Team B, who has obviously signaled their intention by extending one hand clearly above the head and waving that hand from side to side of their body more than once. Uh, an invalid signal is any waving signal of a player uh, I'm sorry any waving signal by player of team B that does not meet the requirements of article 2 above so any waving signal any direction that doesn't that's not above the head uh, that does not meet the requirements of article 2 uh, above that is given after a scrimmage kick is caught beyond the neutral zone strikes the ground or touches another player beyond the neutral zone that is given after a free kick is caught, strikes the ground, or touches another player. So, by that definition, it's an invalid fair catch. Yep. So they would not have been able to advance it. The thing that, that they, if that's the case, why didn't they not just blow it dead? Well, also, my reading of that rule is more, or my understanding of that rule based off of the way that you read it, is more... To say that like you can't wave like this and then be and then get lit up and then be like, no, I was trying to signal for a fair catch, which like I don't think the way that you read that rule does not imply to me that you as a player are not allowed to make some other sort of gesture that is not intended to be a fair catch signal. Yeah. But that is how the rule was applied. I just don't get it if they're going to call that. Blow it dead on the field, because because the because the general just with re, with review is that you let the play go and then you let, you let it. Yeah, go. okay. So it's like the, the, the VAR stuff. It's fun. Yep. You let you let you let you play the advantage, whatever. Uh, by yeah. the way, the average Big Ten West score from all six teams of the Big Ten West last week was sixteen points. Mm-hmm. Seems about right. They are they are in a hell of their own making. New Mexico forty two, Hawaii twenty one. Hawaii, not on the islands, having a bad day. New Mexico has strapped their, they have the nation's longest conference losing streak at 14 games, and they snapped it. All right. By beating Hawaii at Hooray. home, so good for them. Way to go, good Lobos. Job, Lobos. There you go. Way to go, Lobos. Boston College 38, Georgia Tech 23. Boston College might be my most confusing team in the country right now. Colorado State second. I think it's GT, actually. I, but both of these teams are real goddamn confusing. Mm-hmm. 
BC is just not as bad as we all thought they were going to be, and good for them. But GT, like, straight up just doesn't make sense, and I'm into that. Bees? Bees. Watching them take an A&M quarterback and try to do something with, like, a, 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 a Haynes King, who was not great at A&M, is much better at Georgia Tech, but just has nothing around him to do things with. Boston College scored 21 in the fourth quarter <laughs> to win this. That's, like, sort of all you need to know. Um, Boston College's quarterback, uh, Castellanos, has been fire. Mm-hmm. When he's on, he's goddamn on. When he's not, he's they're very, very bad. So I'm glad things are going well in Chestnut Hill, I guess. Four and three. That's that's crazy, considering they lost <laughs> that first game they, to NIU. I mean, they... I, NIU game team, who I also is fucking confusing. Yes, we we I, all thought that BC was going to be one of the f- worst teams in the Power Five this year, and I don't think they they're are. They're absolutely not. They're absolutely yeah, not. No. They're not good, but they're not that bad. They so. have... They're four and three. They have five games left. I mean, BC could be going bowling. It may be the Fenway Bowl, but still. Whatever. Uh, whatever. They have UConn next at home. That's winnable. Syracuse on the road. Also potentially winnable. Yeah. Uh, home against Virginia Tech. Huh? On the road at Pitt. On Thursday. On a Thursday. <laughs> and then Black Friday, <laughs> home against Miami. So they need two of those. We, they can we, get two of those. There, there's two could, of those in there. We could have... Bowl eligible BC. The middle of the ACC is such a morass, especially without 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 divisions. Yeah, I just dropped the standings. Oh yeah, and it's just it oh my mess. god. The the middle of this conference is stuck in the molasses swamp. I love it. I love it. Did you see what the CW game is for this week? Yep. Yes. NC State Clemson. No. <laughs> oh Clemson, you're gonna get textile bold on CW. Clemson's having a totally normal one. What are you talking about? Hey, Clemson has the same number of ACC losses as Pitt does. Yeah, it's basically the same team. <laughs> USF 24, UConn 21, but this was not the way this game looked for a long time. No. UConn looked like they had this thing in hand for quite a while. So long. And then the wheels just came off this bus. I mean, I, I UConn is inventing new ways to lose, unfortunately. So UConn gets a touchdown to go up 21-10. Yeah. And I'm like, good. okay. It's it's the very it's like 12 minutes, 45 seconds in the fourth quarter. So it's the fourth quarter. And like they go up by 11. Next drive, uh, South Florida gets a touchdown. They don't go for two. South Florida decides to kick the extra point with, with nine minutes left, 9.51 left, which is weird. I'm like, okay. Then UConn punts. Then a nine-play, 90-yard drive for South Florida. They're up 24-21. UConn fumbles. South Florida tries to put them away. They fail on downs. And then UConn fumbles again. Just, oh, my God. It's After what a glorious season it was last year for UConn, this has got to be a nightmare for them. They are, they are hitting. It's when you fought of the tree and you hit every branch on the way down. <laughs> they are hitting every branch on the way down. They they have four one possession losses uh, yeah, to FIU. They lost by an extra point to Utah State. They lost by seven. Uh, I'm sorry. They beat Rice. I apologize. Uh, and then they they lost by three to UConn. So I mean, 
them beating rice might uh, in houston might still be one of the weirdest outcomes this year like, like after that, i look yeah, at like this R- week compared rice to that is, i'm like what and how yeah, yeah rice is kind of good in like yes. rice adjusted terms i i i have to argue in in brand new to conference to not conference Tuesday, fuck the american terms like they're yeah. they're hanging Z- zesty rice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i'm so excited i have a little thing coming up for when we talk about the Tulane Rice game because that game goes back to 1916 and there's a game where they describe the 1917 game they describe it as not having many many major injuries except that basically every Rice player was unconscious at one point in this game <laughs> no one made it out of the game without being knocked out at some point okay yeah uh head inju- head injuries were not a thing until 2005 guys let let no one let no one tell you that we just did not believe in head injuries till 2005 ish Rice football. It just means naps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akron 14, Bowling Green 41. They got palindromed. Oh, no. The undercuffler started and no. was okay to start with. And then it just fell out. Like the wheels came off this thing. Joe Moorhead, I still think, is a fundamentally good coach. I just don't think this is it. Oh, Joe Moorhead, I think, might have the like the thing that some coaches have where they're very good coordinators but just can't do the head coach thing for some reason and that's fine hey you know what not everyone needs to be the rock star out there yeah i mean there's a team not that far from akron that could use a offensive coordinator that does offense Mm -hmm. just a thought i'm gonna be the akron they're banged up they lost their starting quarterback they they've lost a lot to injury it's ridiculous. Um, Undercuffler was just hounded the entire game. Um, Bowling Green was all over his ass. The all over game. his ass. Uh, in the second quarter, they they got him for like a fumble, scooping almost a scooping score. There, he just got hounded. He had really no not much time to throw whatsoever. And Jeff Undercuffler, on the day, he had five rushes for negative fifty four yards. Yep. Oh no. Yep. They were on his ass the entire time. On his ass all day long. The undercuffler was under siege. Yeah, it was not good. I want to see how many sacks he ended up with. Yeah, he threw two picks and he lost two fumbles. Undercuffler was under pressure. Doom, 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 doom. Sorry. He did not get he did not get sacked apparently. But was just had his was just had his ass handed the whole game. Good hey, good job, O line for uh not sacked. Or Bowling Green for like keeping him alive. Yeah. Uh, no. If I'm, not, if I'm not reading five, it wrong. Double five check. sacks. He got really? sacked five I, times. Oh, never mind then. Hold up. Never mind. Five times. What am I reading then? Okay, never mind. Whatever. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Sorry. <laughs> Is ESPN lying to you again? No, I actually I went to the, I went to to Bowling Green's website looking at the box score, but I may have read the wrong thing. I a drink in. Nebraska seventeen. Northwestern nine. Four and three Cornhuskers, baby. Hmm. I did not think that they would be th- there. Now, are they going to be bowl eligible? Going to be close. I will give you at least my our favorite thing to do, of course, is to read schedules. So let me see. I mean, they're if they're going to if they're going to be scoring above sixteen points, I like their chances. I mean, just got to so do that. So we got we got Purdue at home, very winnable. At Michigan State, very winnable. Very winnable. 
November, Maryland at home. Very, Very winnable. winnable. Mm-hmm. Going to Wisconsin and then Iowa at home. Ooh. Okay, trash the last two games. They're still at they're just at seven games. I mean, even Iowa is like theoretically winnable. I mean, they beat them last year. I don't even want to know what that game looks like. Let's, I mean, that, game, we'll that game's going to be an there. abomination to under under God and like one abomination under, under God. Mm-hmm. Bet the under at home. Liberty and justice. Wait in Lincoln. In Lincoln. For all. Here we go. Baylor 32, Cincinnati 29. This game made no one happy. Everyone was miserable through this game. Baylor fans were miserable. Cincinnati fans are very miserable. They're own four and they're starting the Big 12, not where they thought they were going to be. Welcome to the Big 12. They don't even have a paddle wheel trophy because that's not a thing that we're handing out anymore. Now, it, that's yikes. Cincy, I'm sorry. Y'all are just are on one also the black uniforms with the white lids i really hate those i look cincinnati had nearly 300 yards rushing yep 288 yards rushing but what what about that yes you're right baylor baylor had more time of possession though Hmm? what (laughs) It, it makes no sense I love Brooke college math. football teams who find new ways to break math. It, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, Baylor was up by 15 and then yeah. since he made it within three and then both teams just kind of like flailed at the end. We're like, ah, the game's over. <laughs> both of these teams are down bad. Baylor seems to be a little better at this point. Man, since he's just missing a gear this year, it's I, I, you know, I mean, how's that Scott Satterfield hire working out? <sighs> Give him more time. I he needs uh, time. Uh, you want to talk about one? Didn't want to give him more. Louisville didn't want to give him more time. You want to talk about someone that's that's down bad? Hey, Charlotte ten, East Carolina seven. I told Ooh, y'all. Oh no! Oh I no! I told y'all oh, if East Carolina lost this, they would lose their minds, and they did. E- ECU is is is. They are they are unhappy as well. They should be because this uh, feels like a low fucking point for them. Well, Biff's I'm, happy though. Oh, oh, Biff was cookies for everyone. Biff was so fucking happy. Look, look, look. right to bear arms. Hey, <laughs> how, just, 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 uh, how many total yards did East Carolina have in this game? Just give me a ballpark. They only scored seven points. Just guess. It was like hundred two, hundred and twenty-five. 490. Okay. And you said two? Mm-hmm. Okay. 127. Oh, oh I, I get it by two. Hell yeah. Two. Uh, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. They had, they had 88 yards passing and 39 yards rushing. But here's, here's the thing. 10 to seven makes it seem closer. It, it was 10 to zero for most of the game. Yes. Hmm. Charlotte let them have a garbage time touchdown. Was, Is that but, what I'm hearing here? And and was was this was this in Charlotte? Nah, man, this was in Greenville. Oh, mm-hmm. No, and this Char- is a, and this is a conference game. Charlotte, um, ECU missed the field goal. They missed the field goal to tie. Thirty-four yeah. seconds left. E- ECU missed the forty-eight yarder to tie. Oh, it, it's like this is Biff's boys. Biff's Biff's buff boys. This buff boy sounds like the worst gym in the world. <laughs> the average Biffs. Can I interest you in a fucking bowl eligible 
UNLV. Yeah, you can. Hell yeah. On the same day in October that Rutgers gets bowl eligible, UNLV gets bowl eligible. We are living in a fun timeline. The heart wants what it wants. Right? And here's the thing. This game against Colorado State, UNLV 25, Colorado State 23, this game was insane at the end. UNLV gets 25 off of six field goals. What? Six field goals, yep. And a touchdown, yes. One touchdown. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Their neighbors to the north, Nevada, won their game with two field goals. Field goals only. Field goals only in Nevada. Slappers only. My favorite way to play Goldeneye. Uh, this game looked like Colorado State was going to go up. They were up 13-3. And then before the half, and then the third quarter, just like chipping away at it. UNLV gets field goal, field goal, touchdown. And then the fourth quarter, shit gets crazy. I threw in the I threw in the uh, win probability chart underneath. Once again, Colorado State, play a normal game for once in your lives, please. Your fans are dying out there. No, I'm. This funny part, oh, right? Oh God, the the line. The the, yep. the line once is again. Nice. So look. There was three field goals kicked in the last minute and 27 seconds of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> UNLV takes the lead. It's 22-20. Uh, Colorado State drives down and gets a field goal. They hit a 55-yarder to take the lead 23-22. There's 44 seconds remaining. Then UNLV drives down, and they kick the winning field goal. 28-yarder as time expires. 25-23. What a game. Congrats, and this is Rebs. This is the kicker. That fucking Bobby the Bobby Petrino bought in, brought in from Missouri State. Unreal. Bail him out once again. Put the hand, put the ball in the hand of the player that's going to win you the game. Okay, I'm just going to say the words Wake Forest 21, Pit 17, and just go from there. <sighs> what happened? Uh, so in the first quarter, Pitt had a moment where it looked like we had an offense. And then we snapped the ball directly into the motion man, which is a new thing that I didn't know that you could do, which was funny. Uh, and then we let Wake Forest's third string quarterback, whose name is Santino Marucci, Italian hands here. It just like there was a lot like the third quarter, nobody scored. It was just the middle half the, the middle half of this game, if you will. Mm-hmm. was like a friend of the show put basketball sh- pit basketball shouting described it as watching people saw logs and i would agree with that assessment then we get down to the end of the game and pit has decided to have an offense again uh mj devonshire has emerged from the swamps from which he had briefly disappeared to and gets a, a pick and runs it back and and pit's about to ice the game and christian vier runs and runs for the first down on fourth down and slides and thanks to the kenny pickett rule the acc officials decide that he began his sliding motion before he made it to the sticks and so it was actually a turnover on downs wake forest gets the ball back goes down the field wins the game the thing here is 
where you start the slide is always going to be in the in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. I understand that. There are Zapruder film clips of this slide going around on Twitter. Depending on which frame you take, it's like, oh, no, he definitely started sliding early. Or, oh, no, he's well on the other side of the sticks by the time he starts going to the ground. Both of those things are true-ish. The thing that annoys me is that Florida State also had something somewhat similar happen in their game. Their quarterback started sliding even earlier than Christian Veyer did, but that one was somehow a first down. Can we, can we, can we be consistent? It would be amazing if we could be consistent. Um, anyway, the end of this game was very pit and I knew as soon as that was not a conversion that we were going to lose. And then we lost. Eat Arby's. Yeah. Uh, I think I I'm, I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That is actually, that is true. Arthur, Arthur correctly points out. I, I, I apologize. That was on third down. We did not go for it. We punted and it was a 32 yarder out of bounds. Beautiful. I, I want to, I want to say that I, I apologize. I had to delete the tweet on this one because when I saw Pitt get the interception, I thought it said four seconds left on the clock, not a minute four. Uh, oh, so yeah. I, 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 again, I have like like six screens going and seeing four seconds, not a minute four left. So I had to delete the tweet. I apologize, Pitt fans, for that one. I love that a minute four was enough time for two full possessions. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the one thing about Pitt that I've seen all year is that anytime the defense knows that Pitt is going to run the ball, like they cannot run the ball at all. And the offensive line has been really injured all year. It's been really banged up and it hasn't been good, especially in the run game. But, you know, so I've, I've kind of made peace that at the end of a game, if Pitt's trying to close it out, right, there's going to be three runs and those are not going to get the first down, but like they will bleed time off the clock. Well, on one of the first or one of the runs, there was a hold. And I guess if you hold and they decline the penalty, it still counts as a down, but it also stops the clock. So we pit still Wake Forest still had a timeout. They didn't have to use. They only had to use two on on runs. And um, Pitt made so many mistakes in this game. Like it wasn't. <laughs> I feel like you can't really point to any one thing. Um, I mean, there was the egregious penalty on the interception where uh, a pit player was basically, if you've ever seen a toddler with like a stuffed animal, that's way too big for the toddler. Mm -hmm. And like, they're just holding onto one limb and like dragging it around. That was what like a pit defender was doing to the wake forest receiver after an interception. I should uh, be which, mad about that, but it was very, very funny. I mean, it was. It ended up being two half the distance to the goal, right? So I guess a quarter yeah. distance to the goal penalty um, because they assessed two unsportsmanlike conducts for that. Which this is like Z- Zeno's Zeno's uh, mm-hmm. Zeno's yeah. penalty. Yep. Yeah. So in, instead of pitball in the twenty-eight, it was pitball in the seven because it was half of a half. Love yeah. you, Pat. Yeah, we're we're it's still less bleak than it was. So that's yeah, something. I I will say when so when Pitt scored the touchdown that that took them ahead, I said like, well, they're probably going to screw this up somehow, but 
I just kind of stopped paying attention. I was like, you know what? I've seen enough. And I booked my hotel and my train for the Syracuse game at uh, Yankee Stadium. And so I wasn't really paying that much attention to the rest of the game. Um, but, you know, it was funny, too. I did because we have a, in our Discord, we have a lot of kind of specialized rooms. One of them is for gambling. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny when Pitt got the interception comparing the gambling room saying like, Oh, like Pitt's going to do it. Our bets are going to cash to what like Pitt people were saying on like blue sky and other places. I connect with Pitt people way less optimistic advice for the gambling room. Don't bet on Pitt ever. Do not never, (laughs) ever. They will not do the thing that you would like them to do. Save your money. A couple of games in a row here. San Jose State 42, Utah State 21, Wisconsin 21, Illinois, sorry, Wisconsin 25, Illinois 21, a big thick boy touchdown toss for the win, which was great for Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin hit 18 points in the fourth. Yes. They hit hit field goal, touchdown, touchdown, and a two-point conversion, which is, hoy, what a, what a, what a big comeback for Wisconsin. Uh, 25, highest points that any. uh, In the big, yeah. They're the only team that hit the fence line in the Big Ten West this week. Ball State 24, Central Michigan 17. Ball State gets a win here. Bowl eligible Rutgers 31, Indiana 14. Let's all all chant. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Bowl eligible Rutgers. Rutgers. Bowl eligible Rutgers. Bowl eligible Rutgers. And they also receiving votes in the poll. And now they have to play Ohio State, look, Iowa, Penn State, and Maryland. Records, no, 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 Don't do it. Don't do it, Rutgers. Don't do it. Don't do it, Rutgers. Don't do it. Don't look at the rest of the schedule. Enjoy this. Six and two, Rutgers. Mississippi State seven, Arkansas three. Welcome to the Big Ten West. Woof. This was. This was a just a a. a a pit of awfulness. Pick so your, bad that Arkansas just fired their offensive coordinator, Dan Enos. Pick your favorite hey, stat hey. from the game. Oh, my favorite stat? Yes. I mean, my favorite stat is Mississippi State winning going one and ten on third downs. Yeah, that's good. Anybody else? I really appreciate the fact that they were within five total yards of each other. Yeah. Mississippi mm-hmm. State 205, Arkansas 200. No. Oh, yeah. Beth, what do you got? Perhaps it's the uh, yards per pass differential. Mm-hmm. The 3.1 yards per pass from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. With KJ Jefferson. That... Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, my, my favorite is the passing like completion for attempt for both teams. Mississippi State was 8 for 12 passing <laughs> for 85 yards. Uh, and Arkansas was 19 for 31 passing for 97 yards. And they both threw one interception. So, yeah, that's great. Go ahead. Read the Dan Enos job list. George. Y'all, Dan Enos owes someone money. <laughs> Here we go. Dan Enos job. Maybe it's me. I'm excited. He graduated from Michigan State. Then he was at Michigan State. Then he was at Lakeland University, Northern Michigan, Southern Illinois, Missouri State, Western Michigan, North Dakota State, Cincinnati, and Michigan State again. Head coach at Central Michigan, Arkansas, Michigan, Alabama, Miami, Florida, Cincinnati, Maryland, and Arkansas. 
When was he at Alabama? Was he part of the Nick Saban school for coaches who can't coach good? No, he was associate head coach in 2018. That and QB coach. I, also, yeah. he was a he was a offensive analyst at Michigan that same year, mm-hmm. and then he went to yeah. Alabama in the same year. What what's the longest tenure that he's had like as any? Uh, it was Central Michigan. It was a Central Michigan head coach for four years. Yeah, uh, 2010 to 2014. What was his record as a head coach? It was bad. It was 26, 26 and thirty six. Okay. Went to two bowl games, won the Little Caesars Bowl one year, and lost the Bahamas Bowls last year. And uh, he also, by the way, is only missing Eastern Michigan to get the Michigan Directionals trifecta. Maybe he's got it next. Uh, Chris Creighton, call him up. South Carolina, sorry, Mizzou 34, South Carolina 12. Mizzou might be good, y'all. Are you Ooh, ready? Second in the SEC East. Are you, are you ready to admit it, Jordan? I think so. You, you think so? talk to your kids about good Mizzou? Good Mizzou. Well, M- Mizzou is when, what? When it's what age appropriate. Seven and one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who knew that Georgia Mizzou is going to be the game we're all waiting for? I mean, it was close last year. It was. It was. Not, not, not expectedly. Not no. in a oh, Mizzou is good kind of way. Yeah. Okay, Beth, I need you to tell me about Oklahoma State forty-eight, West Virginia thirty-four. You you need this. I need I. Now that you're warm and cozy and indoors and not in the rain, being miserable. Ah. <sighs> yeah. So Oklahoma State jumped out to a 10 to nothing lead. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe we'll just die like relatively in a relatively straightforward fashion. And then we refused to die in a relatively straightforward fashion. Instead, we just decided to make it look as if we were going to maybe fight and possibly even win this game. But no, 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 no. This team is just, it, it's an undisciplined mess. It's been a very long time since I watched us get 30 yards of personal foul on a play. Mm. Oh, that sounds familiar. That was totally warranted too. Like it was not. Oh yeah. There was a little, mm-hmm. there was a little bit of a flop there by the Oklahoma state yeah. player, but like, you, not can't, that much. you can't touch him. <laughs> like, I mean the face mask and then he goes out of bounds, clearly out of bounds, uh-huh. like two or three steps. Like in, uh-huh. in in the white of the sideline, and then he gets hit. It's just a thirty yard penalty on one play, like two personal fouls. Yeah, and I'm I'm sitting in like with a whole bunch of West Virginia fans, and like you know, usually you get a fair amount of booing with stuff like that. We're like, "Yep, that's on us." That was, and I'm like, that's legit. and it was just like, the, like which one, the late hit or the face mask? And the guy behind me is like, "No, both. They're both on us." And we're like, like, oh, this should be great. What killed me was was puddles at the end of that game, mm-hmm. explaining how we were going to come back and win it. Oh, oh, puddles. you know what? That's good. Hey, you know what? Got to believe in something. Uh, uh, puddles was just a font of hope, and like I'm just like, oh my goodness, it was. Just, it was. He he has the same kind of like deranged optimism that I have seen in some Auburn fans. Where did you yeah. get that from? I don't know. I don't know. The light never died in puddles, and I don't. I don't understand why. I respect that. To be clear, yeah, yeah, it never died in puddles. Like 
Puddles like Puddles is like if we kick it here, and then after then as long as we score touchdowns after both of the onside kicks, we'll be fine. <laughs> like, that's that's some that's some impressive amounts of optimism. Yeah, and just very matter of factly, I'm like, and I'm I'm just I'm just looking at him like this isn't, and this is after Oklahoma State ran back the seven the second completely uncontested touchdown on the obvious running play <laughs> i'm just like this isn't going to happen like why why does neil de brown have a job why does he have a job beth tell me about tell me about the punt because i've watched this video and it looks like a a west virginia player calls for a fair catch and then one uh-huh. of his own guys barrels full speed into him he, 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 uh-huh. he got blocked into him okay like a little bit did he? okay I there was a little, little bit. bit of a block but like you, you should it's, still it's be able not, to miss it i think i think it's not it like this isn't there are there are a certain number of west virginia fans who are like is dirty he was throwing like no he wasn't he wasn't miss your own dude like this is if you have watched west virginia football which if you're on the like if we've had, we've been close enough to the game of the week the last several weeks or we have been the game of the week mm-hmm. that you should know at this point that our special teams are extremely extremely suspect right now um you should be able to miss your own dude and instead it was just like like for whatever reason in in our in our dear friend's football brain it went oh i need to tackle my own guy and boy, howdy, did he ever. He, as, as usual, the only thing that worked for me was our chat. <laughs> it was great. Getting live updates before things were happening on, on the screen. Right. So all you get is like my unintelligible screaming. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this punt. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Oh I, God, oh God. I got a bunch <laughs> of warnings that. like, don't you dare tweet about this. And I'm like, what? what's going on? Like, I'm not even really paying attention to this game. It's on the <laughs> quad box, that- but I'm not paying attention. I'm just glad that you messaged us about that punt because I was able to flip over to it just in time to get the replay and then describe it back to you as viewed via television. Yeah. Often I will send you those things just because it's like, go ahead and just try to screen cap this because I know, I know already that what is about to happen is just deeply broken in only the way that that we can bring to the masses. Uh, Speaking of that, are you going to games Mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that you can chat with us? For five dollars a month, join our Discord and our Patreon. If you join or the five dollar level of our Patreon, you get access to our Discord. We have live chat during the games. You can help us rank the games of the week. You also get access can, to our subscribers. We can destroy your workday as you help us to find Taco Bell. If you if you want to like ignore your actual job, we'll we'll have some random stuff going on in our Discord throughout the day, and, and you can ignore it. Join us. We also have our merch store at sickoscommittee.org where we've got some new things coming up we have we also want to shout out message board geniuses podcast they have had quite a weekend <laughs> with arkansas calling for heads that was well, fun i mean they got one we have our youtube channel you should subscribe to where we have our podcast going up there our Substack, where we talk about our recaps we'll also have our shit metric coming soon our second half ineptitude tracker and lastly, if you love soft, comfy shirts and collegiate gear, go for Homefield Apparel. Offer code yes, ha 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 yes, three ha's for fifteen percent off your first order. Right now, I am rocking my spin your head Goldie shirt. 
I see a pe- uh, I see a peacock shirt for Beth, an Auburn peacock shirt. Mish, what are you wearing? A hell of a hullabaloo. Oh, got your green wave stuff. For the on. green wave. Roll wave. Roll wave. Uh, also, our Sicko shirt showdown, 25% off our specialized shirts each week. We're still figuring out what this week is going to be. I'm I'm shooting for a G5 game this week. I'm shooting for one that is out west involving some mountains. Mm. Um, it has not been approved yet. It may it may be on Monday. I'm hoping. Hoping we get that. If if not, we got a couple of other in the in the fire to get another one and buy some of those shirts. Good Christmas gifts. There we go. BYU twenty seven, Texas Tech fourteen. Cosmo out there busting ass, dancing like always. Ripped his shirt off and had uh, you know, costumed abs and doing a flaming baton routine. I think he was just near the flaming batons. I don't know if he was No. He was doing it? Okay. Totally doing it. How flammable do we think Cosmo is? I don't very. know, but he it, it looked like they were very careful to not get close to the costume. I've always assumed that mascots are very, very flammable. In my in my fraternity house, they used to make a spy special uh, special furniture from the college that was not going to light on fire very easily. We tested it. like We poured like 151 on it and tried to light it on fire. The 151 would just burn off. It wouldn't actually burn the, the couch itself, which is always nice. I just wanted to share that story. <laughs> How about furniture West Virginia should invest in? I can't imagine. Like, it would be like giving someone those fake candles, those like non blowout candles for your birthday. <laughs> we just gave West Virginia people non flammable couches. Uh, they just sit there trying to light them the whole. Oh, God. He's so angry. They would still find a way. NIU 20, Eastern Michigan 13. We're back to perfectly balanced in the Mac. NIU is four and four. Eastern Michigan is four and four. Because that kind of shit just happens. It does. We have Buffalo 24, Kent State 6. Buffalo wins, but it is just Kent State. So this is slightly above mild Buffalo. This is like honey mustard. Teriyaki, maybe. What is salt and vinegar? Is that an option? It's a dry rub. Okay. It didn't seem like that would be good. Yeah, not on wings. I like that as a potato chip. Hey, hey, Buffalo won by by more than like two possessions, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to give them Parmesan garlic. Okay. Mm, the best wing type. Memphis 45, UAB 21. This game was pretty close in, until half, and then Memphis just absolutely put the pedal down the second half. Battle <laughs> of the Bones. I, look, 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 I know Alex Kirchner is on another podcast, but as soon as he started talking trash about Memphis's head coach again, <laughs> yep. like he, he was having conversations last year, he wanted to get rid of Memphis's head coach, Brian Silverfield. And you know, Memphis, he hung on to the job. Memphis had a pretty good season last year. And then as soon as he started saying stuff about, you know, because UAB was beating Memphis, uh, like Memphis went on like a 21, I'm sorry, 24 nothing run. And they just, they, they, they dominated them in the second half. It was just, it's hilarious. Like, it's like, it's like, oh shit, Alex is talking shit again. <laughs> Unreal. 
random thing. Does Live Golf have teams? Because they just posted the team name. Y'all need to see what I just posted in the chat. Because Live Golf from Miami posted the team names. They have team names, yes. Uh, the the Torque, the Range Goats, the Cleeks, I believe. Whatever number seven is. I don't know what that word is. Cleeks. Yeah. Rippers, Smash Majestics, and Ironheads. Yeah, this is just fucking high hard. flyers with Ys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fireballs. Just so many font cards. No, we don't need to talk about here. Live Golf, Arthur. I just wanted to mention the names. Live Laugh Golf. The but the bones go back to Memphis. All ninety-eight pounds of them. Best trophy. Love it. No, no, that's a hundred pounds. Ninety-eight is Floyd. Oh, sorry. Yes. Come on, get the trophy Floyd. weights right. This is what we oh, do God. here. That's what we do. <laughs> Nevada six, San Diego State zero in San Diego. Sure. Comistradamus. This was a shit game in that Nevada scored two field goals in the first half, and that was enough. They missed two also in the second half. How, how long do we think that Brady Hoke is going to stay? He's gone. There's no way. There's I, no way. I, I don't know. It's just like it's it's gone bad. Um, shout out to Ben in our Discord, which he he's very thrilled uh, when we mention him on the podcast. So shout out to Ben, um, our our human statistician in the Sickos Committee Patreon, the um, official external hard drive of the the, Sickos the external hard drive. Ben, um, he he can say that he can make Nevada uh, San Diego State's game more Sickos, right? So I'm like, okay, go right ahead. He just he just goes, uh, which he's. You just set him up, and, and Ben just goes. It's great. It, mm-hmm. It's it's fun to watch. Um, it ended 6 nothing, which made it the lowest scoring uh, game in FBS all year, and the entire Division One, and entire Division One and Division Two combined, and the NCAA combined, and the NCAA and NAIA combined. The Holy season shit. low coming into that game was seven total points, tied by three Division Two games. That's how Nevada. Ooh. That's how Nevada uh, ends their 16-game Division One winless streak. Every team in, in Nevada won yesterday too, so it's amazing. Every D1 team. D- oh, Division yeah. One team. Sorry. Beautiful. I, I just I, I don't know Nevada if there ends. I don't know if there are any D2 or D3 teams in Nevada, but someone will yell at us if I say, if I don't Probably. say that. Green Wave, Tulane 35, North Texas 28. Tulane was up 21 yeah, to I wa- zero. I watched this whole game. Uh, Tulane and then up- North Texas came running back. Tulane up 21 nothing at halftime. North Texas scores in the opening possession. Tulane goes right down and scores. It's 28-7. I'm like, okay, whatever. Tulane will run away with this one. North Texas. Normal. Yeah. yeah you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. North Texas gets a touchdown, so it's 28-14. Uh, they kick an onside. They get the onside. Then it's, it's 28-21. Tulane goes three and out. Then North Texas get a, a touchdown. It's 28-28. Then the Green Wave go on like a really, really long time-consuming drive for a touchdown. Oh, it was just dr- like dragging. They just down. dragged them down the field. They're like, fine. Tulane was like, fine. I guess we'll really play. It just seemed like they, a lot of the Tulane fans we follow are like, why do we always play down to our competition? I'm like, okay, it must be something. Uh, but the time-consuming drive, they get the touchdown, they stop North Texas. The one true green, the green wave, Tulane. Shout out to the bacon wave. Hashtag for Buddy Tevens, rest in peace. Uh, they were happy to have the bacon wave back. The bacon wave logo, by the way, if you don't know, is the block T with the 
blue and the white little wave in front of it. I think they enjoy having the retro look. They never want that again because yeah. it's nice. It's great on a t-shirt. Miami 28 Clemson 20 in two overtime. I am. This is look, I am incredibly thrilled for this because everything I said about this game would come true. Yep. And it, I, I, I again, I said it would be really funny if Miami does this and they do it with a backup quarterback. They did. They did it. I also said that Dabo would have some ridiculous quotes after the game and it would be much more funnier than whatever Crystal Ball said. Oh, he uh, got yeah. Yeah. He had a thread. I, I got to find that thread of like the Dabo quotes. And then like him, him saying that his, uh, Dabo Swinney asked if Clemson has sports psychologists for these situations like these. Uh, Dabo says, we got him. He's probably on suicide watch right now. Ouch. Like, come, come yeah. on, Dabo. Christ. Yeah, Jesus come on, Christ, man. Dabo. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, man. And Mario Cristobal playing as conservative as always. So conservative. And I was just like, I'm like, all right, fine, Mario. This better work. This better work, Mario, because you had people in the stands. Like emphatically, why did you try to get a game Screaming. in a field goal? Screaming. Why did you just eat the ball and go to OT? So I think I it, it is funny that Mario Cristobal is now coach braining too far in the other direction. Yep, yeah, he's overcorrecting. I I mean, un- unreal. I they mean, told me to kneel the game out, so I'm kneeling the game out. Well, Why they didn't. They me? didn't kneel. He still handed it off. Like, I know. They could have fumbled and then given Clemson the ball, and Clemson could have won the game. Ugh. I mean, Ole Miss. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm still just dying. There you like, go. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. looking at. I'm looking at Dabo's thread. It's just like <laughs> we didn't deserve what we wanted. They earned it. We got exactly what we deserved. Uh, you have to keep grinding. You have to keep moving. This team is more talented than 2021. The only thing I can tell you is what I, I tell myself. Things don't always go as planned. Uh, then the suicide watch comment was in the thread. Uh, the last play call for them yes. in, in, in OT, I don't, it, it seemed like it was an option to hand off and then club it kept. I don't know, but like Dabo looking at Garrett Riley. His offensive coordinator looked like he wanted to kill him. Well, like he, it was so, so angry. So Klubnik just like rolls out on this like slow ass bootleg, and they just string him out, and that's the end of the game. And you call that on fourth down? Oh God, the Rangers and the Astros are going to Game Seven. Have fun with that. Yeah, the Rangers hit yeah. a grand slam the ninth. Okay, awesome. Seems fine. Yeah, it seems fine. This is sustainable. I mean, who are you a fan of here, Texas man? Me? Yeah. But I grew up I grew up as an Astros fan because that was closer. But I've defaulted to being a Rangers fan, but I really dislike baseball. You know what? I, I really I, I really enjoy being a Pirates fan because I don't have to worry about shit in October. That's true. Yeah. No stress. Yeah. Oh, be, stress I mean free. being an Astros fan as a child was the same way. Stress free. Stress free pirates living. Get to enjoy yeah. college football. The best part, yeah, that's the best part about the pirates is the pirates are so respectful f- about you know, about our fandoms as college football fans. Not me. By the time the spring games roll around, the pirates have already respectfully taken themselves out of my life. You they remember, know you that the pi- at the end of April, it's time to be done. Not this in, year. 
Remember back in yes. April and May when the Pirates were like on that on that heater? They won. They won the World Series at the end of April. I don't know what you're talking about. They finished twenty mm-hmm. and eight, and that was the end of the That's season, crazy. right? Yeah, they were all done. done. All done. April Pirates, September Maryland, handshake. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Ole Miss twenty eight, Auburn twenty one. Again, Ugh. a game that no one was happy about. I look, look. I I love Alex McDaniel, uh, Ole Miss fan, and Bunky Perkins. I know they were entirely miserable this entire time watching oh, they, this, they this were, game. They were so miserable. Like, uh, Arthur, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Arthur. But, like, Alex was just, like, just I- incredibly upset. It was it was just ridiculous. Um, they kept failing on fourth down. I'm sure she wanted to pull out her hair. Uh, but then Ole Miss, they, they broke through, got that touchdown to make it 21-14, and Auburn had nothing left. In the General Sherman Bowl, LSU 62, Army 0. A lot of people found out that, L- that General Sh- this weekend, that L- General Sherman, like William Tecumseh Sherman, was the first president or superintendent of what became LSU. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did not know that. Fun. My uh, favorite was... stat, my favorite stat of this game, it's just real quick. LSU wins 62 nothing in the camo end zones. They put up 62 points on 580 yards with only 59 plays. It was all, it was all <laughs> just like big. Haymakers only mode. Air Force 17, Navy 6. This is exactly the game I thought it would be. Air Force's QB, Zach Larrier, got to play. It wasn't sh- we weren't sure about that last time. And at one point, he was like three for three with 150 yards and one TD. Only bombs. That's all I he's mean, threw. I mean, they are they are Air Force. Mm-hmm. What, uh, exactly what you would expect. Through a 94-yard TD pass that was the longest play in school history. <laughs> Navy, Navy is bad. have more range. The Navy mm-hmm. is bad, bad. They had like negative yards for most of the first quarter. <laughs> Ohio is back on track. 2017 over uh, Western Michigan. Kamish, I am I am so sorry about this game because Georgia Southern 38, ULM 28, but it did not start like this. No. Um, and this this is classic ULM. They'll have like the the quarter uh, from hell. And it'll just come out of nowhere. Second second quarter, 24 points just for Georgia Southern. Just yeah. dropped so, over. No. So, like, it's mm. okay. Georgia Southern fumbles on the first drive. ULM takes advantage. Touchdown. Georgia Southern ties at 7 7. I'm like, all right, whatever. Then then Georgia Southern throws an interception. ULM can't take advantage. Uh, Georgia Southern gets a touchdown. It's 14 7. ULM fumbles. Touchdown, Georgia Southern. ULM then fumbles. Touchdown, Georgia Southern. Uh, ULM throws an interception. <laughs> it's 31 7 it's it's halftime um ulm does get a touchdown right before halftime they pulled their quarterback and they went to the the freshman the true freshman ulm quarterback uh ulm fights all the way back to make it 31 28 they get an int at ulm's 11 i'm like it's 228 left ulm's got a shot to win this game Second play tipped, pick six. There goes the mm. hopes, like immediately. Mm. Just yeah, it was it, it was, was a just, heartbreaker. I was just like, you do this all the time. There is the absolute whammy quarter that they just hit. They just hit this quarter where like everything fucking goes wrong, and then you just can't stop it, and it just happens. And that's what happened in the Georgia Southern game. Um, but it's not. It does not help now that Gus the Eagle follows us and is in our shit all the time now. Hey, Gus the Eagle, that's fine. You don't get your shit bubbled. You did not cover the spread, and I don't have to sing, so I'm I'm fine. ULM does this all the time. This is what they do. 
and then they get your hopes up and just to you're like oh they pulled me back in i'm like can they do this and then i like immediately just dash those hopes so that's all good we can move on in one of the best games of the weekend toledo 21 miami ohio 17 this was the great game we thought it would be it it was heartbreaking to see brett gabbert miami's ohio's quarterback go down with a broken leg or something yeah. like he went down and it was it was brutal to watch he was so angry about it like like the, the emotion of this was so raw uh toledo gets a shit win here 21 points in the first half and then the fucking rocket just cut the the rocket like me, like, uh like me and kerbal space program i hit i hit the space bar and nothing happened the rocket ran out of fuel in the second commission, half. Have you, commission, commission have you ever played kerbal space program what is that no i haven't played. oh okay yep we will offseason project when we get our twitch stream going yep. commission you are doing kerbal space program because i want you launching kerbals into the sun it'll be fine okay sure commission to space utsa 36 fau 10 frank harris is back baby and he is fucking running over people. Meep, meep. Meep, meep. The meep. most cursed CW game of the week. Oh, hey, Virginia, God. you fucking won a game against an FBS opponent. Not just that, a ranked opponent. This was their first win on the road against a ranked opponent. Top opponent, 10. The top 10 in history. That's right. Hell yeah. And they beat and... North Carolina 31 to 27. And who called it? You did. You called it. Commistradamus. And we got to see the ref hat being used on replay. That was and awesome. It's amazing. Only on the CW. Only on the CW. And only on the CW do they cut the winning coaches. <laughs> the winning coaches speech talk interview for an episode of a Tim Allen show. What's I the mean, Tim Allen show? It, it was, you know, Tim Allen was last the man last standing. man standing. That's right. Last man standing. There last you go. Last man standing. Yes. The CW for two weeks in a row now have just been bonkers. Congrats, Clemson. You're up next. They, they do have they do have the setup a little better now. It looks a little nicer. The polos are still there, though. We are not doing blazers and ties. We are in polos. Keep the polos, yeah, CW. Keep it, keep like it the rest point. of the broadcast looks good, and then halftime is just like this looks like a high school. Mm -hmm. it, it looks like it looks like when I used to teach middle school. It looks like they're they're. Beth, we're going to get you the boxies to polos, I promise. Kansas State 41, TCU 3. Jesus Christ. They got they got K-stated. This was Ooh. just, this was, yeah, right. You know, TCU, TCU went with the all-white against all that purple. They had no shot. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Too much purple. Or purple Oregon, Oregon almost fucked around and found out. 38-24 over Wazoo. Like eventually, Oregon woke up, but this yeah. is the Wazoo that got crushed last week. Mm -hmm. And now they're they're hanging with Oregon and Alton. Sure, I got nothing to say about Alabama thirty-four, Tennessee twenty, except for the fact that Tennessee scored twenty and then just like they did shit. That, that was, was enough. Half. That yeah, was it. Yeah, they didn't do shit. They didn't do shit. Old Dominion twenty-eight, App State twenty-one. ODU wins for the first time in school history against App State. Yeah, great. Hmm. Coastal 27, Arkansas State 17. Grayson McCall goes down with a really bad injury. Which, oh, no. Right. He's fine now. He got released from the hospital in Jonesboro today and he's heading back to Conway. Perfect. No timeline on him returning yet. That's good. Utah 34, South uh, South Carolina. Jesus Christ. South South California. What am I saying? South California. USC. South California. Uh, I'm Southern sorry. California. Cal 
California South. California South 32. CSU. It was it was the rock fight I thought it would be. And even though Caleb Williams tries to will it back into existence at the very end, it does not work. Didn't he throw like three picks in this game too? Yes, he did, yeah, he did he not was, have a good yeah. game either. Did not so have a, a great game. So it was a defensive struggle. It was. That's what it was. And they struggled mightily. I, what, was I, the 20, I, what was the 20,000 pick? The 12,000 okay, pick? Here one? we go. All right. Kyle Winningham with an all-time quote. They've got a Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback, so they're going to make some things, and that's just the way it is. But we got ourselves a pig farmer at quarterback, so we're proud of that guy, too. <laughs> and and the quarterback they had, uh, he grew up on a pig farm that had 12,000 pigs. And, okay. and somebody made a 10,000 Maniacs reference, and I am proud of that person in the mentions. So thank you so much for that. It turns out that the Utah quarterback, who we all thought Cam Rising was going to be in this season, he's out for the whole season. Yeah, yeah he's, out. he's out. Same so, with Brent Keithy. Right, which, and they're still winning, so there you go. Got that Florida pick State, farmer. Florida State 38, Duke 20. This was a much, like, Duke was in this for a long time. Florida State's had to score 21 in the fourth quarter to make this happen. Riley Leonard also got hurt sometime in the second half of this game. Yeah. I don't, I think Florida State probably still wins even with Riley Leonard, but it probably would have been closer. Uh, I will say, I will, I bitched about the Florida band, Florida State band trumpet section in this game because it sounded like shit. They were screeching and going for it and missing. And I got lots of feelings from a lot of people, including our own college basketball account who came at me. Whoa. Because I threatened to make every shitty trumpet player who decided to screech play second cornet on a march. And our trombone player on the other side was like, well, fuck it. I'll just read the part in tenor clef and I'll screech anyways. So we got some angry band nerd shit here. Hey, listen, Brass. Nothing gets in the way of the air. This this was apparently their alumni band as well. So it was a bunch of old dudes trying to like relive their big days where they could still screech and not miss pitches every two fucking seconds. So that was part of it too. Maybe learn a second song, Florida State. I don't know. Georgia State 20, the Raging Cajun 17. Georgia State gets a shit win. They scored 20 in the second quarter and then just set on it. And they won the game against the Raging Cajuns. Hey, whatever works. Georgia State's kind of good, actually. Yes, they are. They're they're very good. They are bowl eligible with Georgia State, I believe, at this right now. I think so. If not, they are very close. Gotta double check real fast. They are bowl eligible. Bowl eligible Georgia State. Hell yeah. UCLA beats the shit out of Stanford 42 to 7. It was never close. And then Houston, Texas 31, Houston 24 in some very like Texas goes up 21 to zero and it's like, Oh, this is it. And then Houston comes back and then it's a very close game. And then there was a, there was a spot where Houston may or may not have gotten screwed. And, but you know what? Texas wins. So hook them. A perfectly normal thing that never happens in Texas games. Exactly. Into the FCS, we have some fun here. We've got in our NEC Nection, we have Central Connecticut 17, Wagner 3. We got Merrimack 39, LIU 0. LIU is having a rough year. They are currently 1 in 6. Duquesne 38, St. Francis 
35, a really close game. And then Stonehill beat Sacred Heart in two overtimes, 22 to 19. Sacred Heart drops to one and seven on the year. I do know some friends who were at the Duquesne STFU game and ha- said that they had a lovely time. So I will say that every time Duquesne football tweets out, their ha- their their Twitter handle looks like da fuck. <laughs> and it always messes me up. Shout out, by the way, to the Marist Red Foxes. Oh yeah. Uh they are in the Pioneer Football League. Yes. And are currently doing very well this year, like having one of their best years in school history. We have a member of our Discord who is a Marist Red Fox fan. And they yeah. are currently four and one. Yeah. Which is in conference four and three overall, which is crazy for them. Yeah. The Red Foxes. They uh they won a game 19-10 with two defensive touchdowns, a scoop and score, and a pick six. Then they got a special team safety when the Presbyterian punt returner ran the ball back into their own end zone and was tackled. And the only thing they managed on offense was a field goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They they won with 22 passing yards. Their quarterback, Brock Bogosi, was 5 for 15 with 22 yards. The longest completion went for 6 yards. Let's go oh, Marist. Wow. Uh, Rock Bogotzi sounds like somebody who would have been like a bad guy in a nineties like after school cartoon. I just I just dropped a Barack in the uh, the chat and he looks like a Brock Bogosi. He looks exactly like his name would be Brock Bogosi. Yep. He's from Solvay, New York. Where's Solvay, New York? I have no idea. Oh, it's an upstate. It's way the fuck upstate. Okay. Way the fuck hmm. upstate New York. It's like almost on the way to I always pronounce the city wrong. Oswego? O-S-W-E-G-O? Oswego. Oswego, that one. Thank you. Drake football gets a big win over San Diego, not state, with a Hail Mary. The attendance of this game, I think, was like 791 people, and we were getting highlights of it. It's great. Thank you for tweeting this shit out. Yeah, whoever was doing this for Drake or whatever conference it was uh, that we follow. That's the Pioneer Football League. The Pioneer Football League. Shout out to them. Drake gets a Hail Mary win. Uh, 38-yard Hail Mary for the win uh, over San Diego. Uh, the only thing that I tweeted from this game was the kicker for Drake hit 250-plus-yard field goals in the mm-hmm. game, which is crazy. But uh, Drake, Hail Mary for the win over the Toreros. Shout-out, Drake. Lafayette Leopards beat 15th-ranked Holy Cross. This is 6-1 and one Lafayette. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Go Pards. Uh, our big sky bangers, Idaho State beats Portland State. Idaho State is now three and one since the commission went to Pocatello. So this is, I think, you know, the, the lucky charm. I I, mean, I love how it cannot affect my own team. Nope. Sucks. But others only. I'm like, I feel like I'm, I don't know. What, what was that show where the guy would leap in the stuff and he would have to, a quantum leap. All right, there it is. There, yeah, there you like, go. Like I have to fix other people's problems, but I can never make my way back home. We're back to more spot ba- Scott Bakula. More Once Scott Bakula. Right? This is a Scott Bakula heavy podcast. <laughs> it's been a long road getting from there to here. No, that's one, what I feel like. Enterprise, it's like a, Enterprise fans. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I like I hopped to New Mexico State last year, and they make a bowl game and win a bowl game. Now I hop to Pocatello. They're they're tied for second in the Big West at three and one. Never Big mind sky. their overall record at the Big Sky. Sorry, never mind the overall record, but Don't they're look three at that. and one. You know. Also, 
Montana State beat Sac State. Biggest thing is that once again, people are finding out about their six foot nine kicker, Montana State six foot nine kicker from SMU that transferred. Dude hit a field, missed a field goal wide right that had the distance to hit the next county. It was a <laughs> banger. Uh, we got so many replies to that tweet. It was like I don't know why that one that one, that one jumped no, off. No, because everybody kept saying it was the Osama bin Laden uh, bin Laden tweet from Terry Rozier. Oh, okay. Like Osama yep. should have hooped. He's tall as hell. So they, they, they <laughs> I think Roger Sherman like photoshopped it. Montana State six foot nine kicker should have hooped because he's tall as hell. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, Campbell Camels trample over the Maine Black Bears, thirty four to twenty eight. No trampling. The Black Bears fell short on the comeback. They lost by six. The Albany Great Danes. 35, the round Rams 10 in the CAA. Columbia, Dartmouth beats Columbia at homecoming. Fuck yeah, go Big Green. Always good to have a homecoming win. The Indiana State Sycamores lost 17-3 to South Dakota. The Coyotes? That's okay, Coyotes, right? yes. Mm-hmm. And North Dakota State was very angry about their loss last week to North Dakota. So they took it out on Western Illinois, 52-7. to Oh, it no. was it was it was a bloodbath. It was this not, was not this not was close. not even like in the ballpark. No. Um hold on, let me get stats from this game <laughs> real quick. It was it was way bad. Yeah, North Dakota State had six hundred and twenty five yards total total yards. They yeah. ran they ran for four hundred and twenty five yards. That's North Dakota State. Yep. Yeah. Um Western Illinois only had hundred and eighty four total yards. Not good. Mm-hmm. Um, Western Illinois got a touchdown with six twenty six left in the game. That was it. Hey, no, didn't get blanked. I would like to give Western Illinois a hug. Hugs for Western Illinois. Yeah. Again, we're watching Indiana State and Western Illinois because they could meet up both zero and nine. Uh, on November 11th, if that happens, we're, we're watching that because one of them will get a win. And then we had the New Hampshire Wildcats beating Stony Brook 45 to 14, I believe. Yep. Yeah, it was a absolute just drubbing. Stony Brook was kind of hanging a little bit in the first half. I think Stony Brook. Yeah. Stony Brook hit a 98 yard touchdown pass. Mm hmm. It was, that was, I think that may have been the longest play in school history, uh, but it, it was definitely not enough. Yeah. And the problem is that got it to 24, 14 and then, uh, UNH just ra- like rattled off the next, you know? Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Congrats on both eligibility to Rutgers, Ohio, Oregon, Tulane, Texas, Ole Miss, UNLV, LSU, Utah, and Georgia State. Did we not talk about Georgia State? We did. <laughs> No, we, we did. did. We did. Okay. Yeah, they uh, didn't do shit in the second half, but they still won. They still I feel. Won. <laughs> I feel like last week we didn't do Clock Commander simply because I don't know why we didn't do it. But again, Mario Cristobal once again. Just... We didn't have I'm... any nominees last week. Like after what occurred with Mario Cristobal, uh, we didn't have any nominees the week after for it. Um, I mean, we've named the Clock Commander. It's Crystal Ball's Clock Commander Award now. But we didn't have too much uh, Clock Commandery this week that I could tell. 
Okay. Um, there was some folks that that did some crazy timeout usage, but like everything seemed so small after what Cristobal did. So it's kind of almost like a trivial award. Uh, we could definitely, you know, keep that going if we would like to. But really, I do. But we got, it's got to be something that really jumps out at us. Yeah. Can I nominate Sean McVay? Sure. Why not? What can we do? can we take an NFL nomination for this week? Because yeah, I would like do? to nominate Sean McVay. Done. Nominate. Okay. No, nominating him because he blew his timeouts for reasons unclear to me. And then ended up wishing that he was able to review the Steelers' last completion and couldn't because he had blown all of his timeouts. Steelers win. Hooray! Also, there's a really good picture of him, which I will drop in the chat, of him just sort of staring up at the video board dejectedly. Yeah, very different dude, Arthur. Very different dude. (laughs) Yeah, no. Oh, no. (laughs) That was Timothy, not Sean. Come on, oh, Arthur! No. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, otherwise, the the article, the Wikipedia article on the Sean McVeigh effect would be very different. I don't oh know. <laughs> I don't. I don't follow no. the NFL enough to know these guys. The I, I only coaches. know his name because they mentioned it on the broadcast. I also do not follow the NFL. I know. But... I know like NFL players because they played in college, but like mm-hmm. these coaches. They might have played in college, but before I was watching, I don't think there's any current uh, NFL you know, coaches. I you know where where college. where Sean McVay went to college, right? I have no idea. Cradle yeah, of coaches, baby. Oh, Miami, Ohio. He's a Red Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's a Red Hawk. He's a Red Hawk. Go call. Okay. Hey, Go Arthur. Call. You say you have something trivia for us. What is this? Yes, yeah, so, uh, a little bit of trivia that is completely free of. Uh, Really, any dictators? I don't think there are any <laughs> dictators at all. Oh so, man, was, my Pol Pot knowledge is definitely up there. We're celebrating this week with Rutgers and UNLV making bowl eligibility, which has not been a constant for them at all recently, especially. But at least in the case of UNLV, they have not really consistently been a bowl team ever. So, the first question. Name either the Billboard number one song or the U.S. domestic box office number one movie at the time of UNLV's most recent bowl game. Okay, I know the, I know the year of this. Okay. Uh, so 2014, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. That would have been... So... Is that the Avengers? No. Okay. Ba- so, ba- it ba- bangers in 2014. 2014 well, December. To, to be clear, when I say when I say the U.S. box office number, that, like, that's for the week of the game. Oh, okay. So, okay. so, so whichever first, movie was like big, movie. the week that the bowl game was played, and same Christmas with the song. 2014. I'm gonna say Doctor Strange. I feel like that was that yeah. year. 2014 movies. Yeah. In December. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, man. I have a song just... guess. Okay. What's, what's the song guess? Go with the I'm, song. I'm going to say uh, Timber by Kesha and whoever else was on that song. Pitbull, but yes. Pitbull, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? You are so close. That song was number two. The oh, last my God. Time, oh, my God. The last UNLV bowl game, Timber was number two. I was, and I was really disappointed, actually, when I saw that Timber was number two, especially relative to the song that is number one, or that was number one. Uh, Timber was on its way to number one. I think it got to number one like the week after. 
I'm going to go ahead and remember it playing at like every basketball game I went to that season, which is why I picked it. Okay. Can I guess Happy by Pharrell Williams? Um, You can. I that, that That's was not that it, two, though. It was that, uh, it was that later in the year. Before then, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I, I'll, I'll, I'll just give you this because I don't think you're going to guess yeah. the song. Uh, the song was the number one song was "The Monster" by Eminem featuring Rihanna. Oh, oh boy! No, Timber was better. Yeah. What was the movie? The movie. Um, I think this might be a little bit easier to guess. Um, I'll I'll tell you what it was. It was Frozen. Oh. Okay. Okay. There you go. It's going down. I'm yelling Frozen. Okay, so now do do the same, but for I know Rutgers technically had that bowl game where they were a COVID replacement. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. About, like the last time Rutgers won six games, made a bowl that way. Can you, can you give me either the number one song or the U.S. domestic box office number one movie at the time of that bowl game for Rutgers? So, so I know, I know the I know the year. Well, okay, give us the year then. It's twenty fourteen. Again. So is it the same thing? No, because it's the week of the bowl game. So UNLV probably played earlier. Earlier, yeah. So, so I, I, I will tell you actually. No, it is technically both 2014, uh-huh. but it, it, it's one of those things, right? So you know how it's sometimes the accounting with bowl games gets weird because they will go back and forth. Oh, was between. it the 20? Was it the 2013 season? So the UNLV Ooh. bowl game was 2014, but it was January 1st, 2014. Oh, for so I I'm not I oh. didn't look at the bowl schedule, but the heart of Dallas Bowl was a New Year's Day bowl, bowl that year. And what are we doing? No, I wonder the, if it was a Sunday. The Rutgers Bowl was the Quick Lane Bowl, so that would have been December 26, 2014. So both so 2014, later, but the okay. next year, essentially a year later. Yes. Okay. Didn't they play North Carolina? That sticks in my head. I don't know why that's in my head. Well, yes, they played North Carolina. They beat North Carolina. Wow. 40 to 21. Okay. What the fuck? Kyle Flood beat Larry Fedora. Sure. Kyle Flood? Sure. Yeah, Kyle Flood. Yeah. January 1st, uh, 2014 was a Wednesday. So there goes the theory that it was a New Year's Day bowl because it was on Sunday. Who knows? Yep. I no, just... no idea. I, I And I will say, I think on this one, the song might be easier to get than the movie. I could have remembered so many useful things. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> uh... 2014 top songs. I am like not on like any type of. Uh, I I don't know anything about like pop music. All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. <laughs> that that's a good guess. Um, honestly, uh, Billboard changed the way they do charts. If if on, on those Billboard charts, that would probably be right, but but that is not it. Um, I I'm just gonna give it to you because Wait, hold I don't up. Think- was was fancy that year? Uh, by Iggy Azalea. Yeah, it was, but that wasn't number one that week. Okay. I think it did go number one, but not that week. Okay. Was is this it, wait? Was this a was this a Megan Trainer year? It seems like it. It what? is around the time of Megan Trainer. I'm also thinking about like this no. is around the time that Zed was a thing. No. Was Taylor Swift a th- like? Was Ta- Taylor I'm gonna say Taylor Swift. Okay, not, not not a thing, but like, was there an album that no, year? No, I'm gonna say it's Taylor Swift something, and I can't. I don't know Shake any of their songs. No. King 1989 came out around then. No. But it's Taylor not, Swift. no. 
Taylor Swift, I don't know any of her songs. I, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know any of them. I don't know any Taylor Swift songs. What is what is it, Arthur? I'm drawing a blank. It I is uh, Blank Space. It was a blank. <laughs> oh, I was it right. Was literally a blank. It did come out around that. Okay. It was literally a blank. <laughs> yep, I want to say I want to say when I was looking at it, it was Blank Space oh, was number one, and then oh, I think there no. was a Megan Trainer song that was like number three or something. But I'm, okay, I'm much happier with Blank Space. I gotta I look it up. Oh, okay, I don't and, know any Taylor Swift. I don't know any and then, Taylor Swift. And then the movie, the movie, I don't think I don't think anyone here is going to get because it's a trilogy that I feel like everyone's kind of memory hold since it came out. But they did make three Hobbit movies. And it oh, was yes. the third one, The Hobbit, The Battle oh, of the Five Armies. Five Armies. Huh. Was, was I, I number one the last time. Hobbits. I went oh. to a midnight premiere for the first one when I was in high school uh, and did oh, not watch yeah. any of the subsequent ones. Hey, Beth, what, what, which, which Lord of the Rings movies did you go for midnight premieres for in high school? The first one? Yep, me and Fellowship of the Rings. Midnight showing. My God. It, yep. it, my, my high school Hobbit experience, I did not go to a midnight premiere the history teacher and one of the history teachers at my high school was like i got a bootleg copy of nice. the new hobbit movie like before it was even out and like <laughs> he thought it was going to be the coolest thing to like wow we got this like bootleg copy i'm going to show it to like an assembly around the holidays right like some something like that and everyone was not interested like we didn't think much of it like it, oh, was, it was very funny but also sad to see I'll, I'll how disappointed he even, was even sadder about that uh, I one of the teachers at my school had a bootleg version of episode one, The Phantom Menace. That they tried to show to me in '99. Oh my! At the end of the year, and like, oh no, that was not great at all. Okay, folks, yeah. I think that's all we got for tonight. Arthur, thank you for that. Is, is there more trivia? Or is that it? <laughs> no, that was it. Okay, I just I had those. I just looked up looked up those two bowl games. That was I good. Know, I don't oh, know. That was good. I don't know anything about Taylor beautiful. Swift. I'm I'm time dying to, laughing. <laughs> time to get you. Time to make you a Swifty. No, not no. having it. Y'all, y'all good. I'm I'm too old for that. We can, What's the other thing we said we needed to do? A oh, Kerbal Space Program. Yes. Yeah. Finish place Kerbal Space Program. Yeah. I, we can go back to talking about Scott Bakula. It's it's more. We're gonna go back anyway. in time. Commission's got to leap into uh, something that makes ULM better somehow. <laughs> You don't. Con- you don't know that Taylor Swift won't make ULM better. She she's made um, what's his face better supposedly. I saw Mr. A, a Kelsey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I saw a screen cap of a, a thing saying that he has received for significantly more yards than yes. she is in attendance. So left to his she's, own devices. She has a, <laughs> she has a fun little like handshake now with uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife. It's great. Oh, that's cute. It is. Okay, folks, that's what we got for tonight. We will see you guys on the other side. Commissioner Escalante never returned home. Commissioner Damas.